Hello, this is Jack Photo Philly. Uh, just my last episode was uh, kind of introduction of kind of my day. It's the regular day here at the Rescue Mission of Salt Lake. Uh, currently in the recovery program. Uh, I am a recovering. Well, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, two and a half months sober. I live here in the rescue mission of Salt Lake uh, at a homeless shelter. And in this homeless shelter, there is a recovery program called the New Life Program. I entered it uh, originally in 2019. 2019, the 29th of 2019. Uh, then I had a relapse in August. Uh, then I went out on this month and a half binge just, uh, down here, uh, downhill spiral. And, uh, Got back on my feet, came back into the program. They let me back in. Uh, thank God. Um, so I've been in here for two and a half months, been sober for two and a half months. And um, yeah, so I live here at the Rescue Mission. It's a homeless shelter. And those are some of the guests we deal with. Um, uh, although there's a recovery program, I think the hard thing about this program it is in a homeless shelter where you have these group of guys who are trying to get clean. Um, and then there's also guests that stay here that's not in the program. So it's those who are getting, uh, finding the addiction with uh, heroin, uh, meth, alcohol, pornography, or whatever it is, but being surrounded by the guests who sometimes use heroin here or drink alcohol or, or shoot up or things like that and being surrounded in the, that environment and of course this is a christ-based program uh so when we see that we have to ask them to leave but just being around it and living with people that come in under the influence uh so it's bad enough that we fight this addiction and being around it um, makes it hard but uh, we have a, a three step program uh, there's three phases um, probably won't get too much into it but um, uh, I mean, with that there's a curriculum called the Genesis book and that's the curriculum that we use and uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely a challenge every day. Uh, I am originally from Southern California, a little city called Fontana. Um, that's where I kind of had to leave it, um, leave my hometown because that's where I started my addiction. Um, uh, familiar faces, family, friends, relatives, and uh so kind of, I mean, it was hard for me to quit um, drinking alcohol um, around people that I started with and were still drinking. And so I removed myself and uh, came down to Utah. 
um, join the new life program to get better. But uh, I think a lot of it, um, a lot of uh, my life situations, like growing up, and it started off with like my older brothers. I was nine years old. My older brothers giving me like they remember one time they bought me a twenty four pack a Bud Light, and they said it in front of me, and they thought it was a joke, and they're, you know, telling me to drink it, and I actually did, I started drinking it, and I remember drink, I drank the whole 24 pack at the age of nine, and when I finished it, I looked at them, and I asked for more, um, and then it was kind of over after that, I was just, and then that's when I started drinking, and I remember by the age of 13. I remember one time I was hiding alcohol under my bed and, you know, watching SpongeBob, looking out the window, making sure my parents weren't around. Or, um, And at that time, I thought every 13-year-old was, was doing that. And, uh, you know, by the age of 15, well, by the by the age of 13, I, you know, stopped going to school. And by the age of 15, kind of started getting the shakes uh, where I had to drink uh, to stop the shakes. And and again, I thought every 15-year-old was kind of going through what what I was going through. And, um, and I was like around the time when my family started realizing I started having a problem. And... My older brothers started blaming themselves, but of course I was going to get introduced to it sooner or later. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then uh, just uh, tragedies in my life that kind of uh, fed me, I mean, led me more deep into my addiction. Uh, by the age of 17, I started doing more cocaine and uh, alcohol, and um, uh, that's the age my mother passed away and kind of went deeper into my addiction, isolation, and, and um, yeah, and then that's kind of like how my family fell apart as soon as my mom passed. My dad kind of took off and uh, got remarried, and... You know, I was left with my two younger, my three younger brothers. Uh, I was 17, and then uh, I had two brothers who were twins. They were 15, and my youngest brother, who was six. Uh, the house we were staying in, my dad just kind of left us in there. So we lived in there, and, uh, you know, eventually the lights went out, and I had older siblings, but they kind of had their own responsibilities and they kind of had their own struggles. A lot of them were married with kids already, so they kind of had to, you know, take care of their own family, which I understood. So I kind of had to step up at the age of 17. I remember I was going to, started going to parent-teacher conference and, you know, uh, then I got into stealing uh, pens, papers, backpacks for my younger brothers to, so they could have something to go to school with. And, um, yeah, and I remember nights where we, you know, we had these big five gallon 
bottles. We had like seven of them. And every night we used to go to, um, like, like two, three in the morning, we'd go to our neighbor's house and use their holes and fill it up. And so we were stealing neighbor's water. Uh, and we did that for two and a half years. And, you know, and uh, I found work and my youngest brother, uh, started putting him in football so that, you know, I would go find some work or go work and, you know, while I'm at work, he's at school and then his coaches would watch him after school and, you know, he'd go to practice and things like that. And whenever I got off, I'd come and pick him up and, uh, yeah, so that was kind of our routine, and uh, um, and you know, there's some money I would, with my paychecks, I would buy food and uh, things that they needed, and then with I'll save some for my alcohol and uh, my addiction, and and I thought I was handling everything well, and but uh, yeah, this is going on for quite a while, and. Uh, I stayed in California, and then uh, in 2011, my two younger brothers passed away. I was 23, and they were 21. And even with then, uh, I started blaming myself um, uh, because I was at a party, um, and I called my younger brothers and asked them, you know, told them if they're not doing anything, they can come to the party, feed alcohol, whatever, and um yeah and then they came over and that night uh that party got shot up and i mean i got shot a couple people got shot um three people died that night um and two of them were my brothers the twins and one of my close friends and I'm not too sure about the other guys because, I mean, we were shooting back. But um, I blamed myself and, you know, went deeper into my addiction because uh, I was blaming myself. If I never invited them to the party, I would never put my family through this this uh, heartache. And, you know, my brothers, who I love dearly, uh, would still be here. But, um, but now in the recovery program, I'm learning how to... I'm starting to learn how not to blame myself and kind of just barely getting into it. Uh, uh, nine years ago. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then as time went on, my dad passed and then my sister passed. And like he's, you know, 2015, my sister passed. 2017, my my father passed away, and you know, and I just continued. I mean, I kept running to the only thing I knew was alcohol, my best friend. And, um, but today, I I know that I have a solution. Uh, today, I know that that uh, this is just the start, and. Uh, and I, there are days that I do uh, sometimes think about alcohol and uh, drinking it. And, but one thing I, I know that I 
I had to find joy um, in recovery. I got to find, you know, fun in it. Um, and, and recovery doesn't have to be boring and uh, dragging. Or So um, my first, I don't know, uh, my first podcast, my very first one was probably like 2 in the morning. Uh, but 2, two this morning. Where I just recorded my conversation with one of the the guests here, uh, the homeless guys here, and uh, who I know very well, uh, I like joshing around with them, and they know it's all fun and games and just joking. Uh, uh, but yeah, I find joy in them, and uh, um, I I'm more I appreciate things more now. Uh, now being in this program, seeing people from all different walks of life, even brothers in in the program that's in here with me, uh, getting to know them. Uh, not all of them are here from Utah. A lot of them are uh, from different states, and uh, it's just how our paths, you know, we're everywhere and. Now it brought us together here, and and it just makes me feel a lot better that I'm not going. Uh, I know now that I'm not going through this recovery alone. I not only have these brothers in the program that's going through the recovery with me, um, but I know that I have a higher power that that can sucker, you know, um, sucker to our aid. Uh, who's been there, who knows um, what we're going through and some. And, and that brings comfort to me and knowing that uh, brings hope. Uh, so I'm new to this, but I'm not much of a journal writer. I don't write in my journal. I'm horrible at that, and that's one thing I'm working on. But uh, a buddy told me about this podcast that I can use it as a journal and just talk uh, what my feelings are, uh, so, and, yeah, um, I'm blessed, truly blessed, and you guys have a great day, God bless, and uh, see you guys soon.